I'm Hannah. And I'm Georgina. And welcome to Your Mindset Matters. This is our podcast designed to create an online support bubble to whoever may need it. Strap yourself in for a bumpy ride as we discuss the importance of mental health topics, practices you can easily implement into your everyday life with some juicy stories along the way. Today, we are talking about contraception. (laughs) Just a little note to say that this episode may contain emotional triggers from the offset and throughout. How are you, Georgina? I'm good, thank you. Well, I was very happy this morning. I'm on my (laughs) day off from my nine to five day job, um, which is causing me a huge amount of stress. I worked from 7.40 in the morning yesterday till 9pm. And that was horrendous. And I'm really... Um, you know, you're supposed to love your job, but I'm not loving it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I think a lot of people agree with you right now. <laughs> that's how everything's going. It's just basically really stressful at the moment, and that's getting me a bit down. But I'm trying to focus on other things, and I've, in order to get myself out of the kind of stress of work, all that I've taken the last, I've taken the next few Fridays off so I've got a few oh, good. of just four day weeks so I can have the Fridays for myself and do my own thing and yeah draw and paint and do this with you well I mean what do you think like making you stressed out about it would you say because a lot of people I think can agree with you on this where it gets to the point where you're like getting really stressed out at work and it just brings you down a bit yeah. and you get in this like negative hole that you just want to come out of obviously so would you say it's like deadlines? Would you say it's the amount of work that you have to do? What would you say? Um, so it's definitely deadlines. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I'm a de- I'm an interior designer for sailing yachts, by the way. So to give you a bit of very cool background on that, I have had pre- in the last month, luckily, I've had some people take some boats off of me. So I'm not doing so many projects at once um but it's yeah deadlines the amount of things that are asked constantly of me to do that side of work pressure um just like oh my gosh the communication between people within the business is very like seriously lacking and that causes lots of issues I don't know just general stuff like that and also it's been a long week hasn't it (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> wow, you, Han, you're about to start your new job. I know, I'm starting on Monday, I'm really nervous. Um, Yeah, no, I'm really excited. I'm waiting for them to, like, send me my laptop and everything. I spent this week trying to, like, make my workspace all aesthetic. And just doing, like, <laughs> That's right. good, good aims. So I've got my candles, I've got my pink notepads. I've got my fluffy pens. <laughs> <laughs> I've got like photos, I, like you know, like photos, like photo collage. I literally just think that if you make a nice workspace, it just puts you in a better mind frame. Absolutely. Um, which is actually a proven thing. I listened to a podcast like ages ago. It's called Boss Babe. So it's like Natalie Ellis, like founded the company. She does like a podcast and she does these like trainings that you can subscribe to. And I think it was actually a training where one of the guests were talking about your workspace. And yeah. how literally just redesigning your workspace to make it like clean, spacious, something where you actually get a lot of like natural light if you can. 
and make personal touches here and there, like really small touches to your workspace can really impact on how you actually feel throughout the day. So I was like, right, I'm going in. I've got I've got time. I'm going to do it. So I'm excited. I just want to start. So I have more structure to my day. And so I can start saving because I want to move out. I still live at home. I want to buy, fortunately, I'm privileged to live close enough to London where I don't need to live in London. And I feel like I just want to save so I can just buy somewhere. I've always wanted to just buy somewhere and literally just do like, you know, go hard on Pinterest. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. The dream. Um, we both want to say how, obviously, this week, if you are listening to this, it will probably come out after this has all happened. But we're recording this during, obviously, quite a sad week. So we all heard about um, the case regarding Sarah Everard which is really, really sad. But we don't want to go too much into it because we know that it can be, it's it's a massive discussion and a massive um, talking point that a lot of women in particular are like quite shaken up about. So I think all we want to say on this topic is sending our like deepest condolences to all her family and friends right now. Can't imagine what you're like, what they're going through right now. But you shared, Georgina, a good thing on your story yesterday that made me do it. I screen recorded it and I was like, right, I didn't even know this was a thing. So Georgina, tell our listeners to do this point, which is so, so important. <laughs> I found this actually from my friend. She sent it to me uh, in a message. Um, her friend who was a firefighter told her about it in light of everything that happened with Sarah and essentially a function on your phone called emergency SOS. So if you search on your phone on an iPhone, emergency SOS it will come up up in your settings and you can set it all up to basically if you click your lock button five times it makes a alarm sound and whilst that alert alarm is going off a really loud sound so it will if anybody's approaching you it will alert them seriously or alert anybody else around that there Mm. might be a problem Um, Mm. and whilst that alarm is going off it will start calling the emergency services and let them know where your location and those kind of details. You can also put into this emergency SOS section. And this is really so useful for everybody to know because not just women go missing, uh, children go missing, men young go men missing go missing, well. yeah. tra- trans women, trans femme, just so, the trans community, yeah. Trans community, like, so many people are vulnerable to this. Having this on your phone is so, it really, I have no idea about it. And it's neither. Just, yeah, it's amazing to know that you can literally have your phone in your pocket, put your hand in your pocket and click this, click your lock button five times and it will make this alert and call the emergency services. When I was definitely mine after, you can add as many people as you want. And yeah, I kind of went add in. emergency contacts. <laughs> <laughs> I went in on my contacts. I was like, I don't actually trust some of my family to pick up the phone sometimes. So I'm like, no, nah, I don't trust that. So I put them. I've put my boyfriend and then I've put literally all of you guys, like literally I've got <laughs> 10 of you. I don't even care. I've got 10 of you. So just in case. I've put friends on there, put my boyfriend, I put my mum who actually lives in a different country. So it's not that helpful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true because some of them might not even have their phones on them. Again, if you have, say, a Samsung phone or any other type of phone, there definitely will be an option about Within surrounding 
an yeah. emergency SOS. So look into that and there will be something on your phone that you can put in and make sure that it'll just probably make you feel a bit safer. Yeah. I think that's what we wanted to say, particularly again, it's such a huge topic to talk about. And again, we don't really want to um, go too far into that because today we are talking about dun, 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 contraception. <laughs> Such a massive topic surrounding mental health. Um, a lot of um, women in particular, or anyone who's using contraception, we all know it's like it stretches way back years and years and years of people suffering from uh, mental health issues whilst using contraception. So we're going to go down the list of commonly used contraceptions. And yeah, so we're going to kick off with probably the most well-known one, which and is the most the con- used. And the most used, we've got the combined pill. Georgina, do you have anything you want to add regarding the combined pill? The pill. Let me just talk to you about the pill. <laughs> the combined pill comes with really two. I think there's two hormones. That there are two. It's progesterone yeah. and estrogen. <laughs> These hormones can really affect different people in different ways, depending on your diet, depending on your general base hormone level, depending on, oh my gosh, the list goes on. Um, <laughs> but I personally have had serious issues with mm. taking the pill and the effect that it had on me, and it says in the side effects, can cause depression, anxiety, or... Yeah, so- do you know what? It doesn't act- <laughs> what I find quite funny, you say that, where it says the side effects are like, we say depression, anxiety, other kind of, like, you know, mental health, mood disorders kind of symptoms. But when you actually look, if you look on any websites, it will never, ever list that. It will just say changes in mood. That's yeah. it. And it's, uh, it seems very light, like not a lighthearted, but it's scratch. Yeah, that's it. Scratches the surface. It scratches <laughs> the surface on what actually happens. Like, yeah. <laughs> essentially, can contraception affect your mental health? This is just quoting from helloclue.com about <laughs> side effects of birth control on mental health. When a person uses hormonal birth control, it can change the natural level of your hormones in their body and can possibly cause changes in their mental health. They, people, this is me going on my own tangent, maybe not just men, but other people, lots of people say that women have mood swings. They are completely uneasy when they're at the time of their month. Oh, yeah. By the way, I'm not at the time of my month right now and I am angry. (laughs) Oh, no, don't even get me started on like comments that I've heard like throughout people using the pill. Do you know what's the worst one that really gives me the ick? Like I was at uni and there was this guy that I was living with and he was his girlfriend was coming up and she got there and she got like really moody with him over something quite petty and he yeah. turned around to her and said are you on the blob oh my gosh and i was oh like oh my I, gosh <laughs> i was like firstly that's disgusting and two <laughs> I, I, I know are you gonna laugh <laughs> sorry oh it's a fantastic snort <laughs> like, obviously it's really funny but it's so rude and I was just, and she was like, no, I'm not actually. And it's just so annoying how whenever someone gets moody, there is such a joke surrounding, oh, is it the time of the month? Like, oh, yeah. you on the blob? 
women are demonized for that. I know. And it's like, sorry, hun, just to calm, just to calm yourself down. Even if I was on the pill, I'm being safe so I don't get pregnant or for other reasons that you don't need to know of. So it's like, it's so irritating, so irritating how we get demonized so often um, for essentially protecting ourselves. Right. Another another website that I go to quite a lot for different things is healthline.com. And there's an article that says, is there a connection between hormonal birth control and anxiety? Mm -hmm. What's the short answer right at the top? Hormonal contraception can cause feelings of anxiety. Oh, what a shock. (laughs) (laughs) Then they go on to say. In some people, but other people may find their birth control relieves anxiety symptoms. It all depends Mm -hmm. on the individual person. And this is absolutely true. So we're not demonizing the birth control. We're not demonizing the pill. We're not, not, not at all. We're just talking about these different issues that really do come up on, uh, on the pill. And the funny thing is that women are dependent on to take the pill or to get something injected into their arm that will affect their mood and how they feel for four years or three years I think they last for um the IUD or the coil which is extremely painful and invasive um oh my god I mean I'm so excited to go through these topics we've got so many like Horror stories from all of yeah. these. But you men can, are not. You know, all don't. men do is, oh, I'll get, I'll get a condom. That's it. That's all they do. But if you talk about, like, our own journeys about contraception, so if we go back to the pill, what would you, what kind of symptoms did you experience yourself whilst you were on it? So when did you, when did you first start it? Were you quite, like, were you in your teens? Or? I was young. Yeah. Yeah. I was young when I first started the pill. I... I had issues with my period um, and it was very irregular and I would, I was about 14. Yeah, I was 13 when I got my period originally and then 14 when this all started to happen. And it's not normalized. You're not taught about the fact that when you first start your period in the first year, it's, it's not necessarily going to be regular. It's going to be, you're, you're not necessarily going to get it every month. You might get it every six months at first. You know, you're not taught that. You're taught that when you get the period, it will come every month and it will come at this for a 28 day cycle and blah, blah, blah. And that's just not necessarily true for everybody. So my mum took me to the GP and the GP prescribed me the pill to regulate my periods. And so basically, right from starting my period, I was put on the pill and I was put on one and it was a combination pill. (laughs) And it was also apparently quite good for your skin. So it was like, all these things, all oh, this pill's great. It's going to regulate your period. It's going to um, <laughs> yeah. you have good skin. You don't. You're not going to have any issues. And and the the talk about gaining weight is all. It's all not. It's all re- not realistic. It's not true. And blah blah blah. Whatever. So um, I stayed on the pill up until I was twenty maybe yeah 20 years old so I was on the pill for six seven years straight with no breaks and oh my god I already you know I already had trouble with my anxiety oh let me tell you (laughs) 
I really don't want really to affected me. Really affected me. And as I got older, I really started to think, oh, maybe it is the pill that, like, because I was told when I was younger, oh, it's, it's good for you. It's really great. It's going to help you with all these things. Um, and obviously, it helped me when I was starting, like, mm-hmm. having sex with people and whatever. That, that helped. But as I got older, I really, really started to think maybe it is the pill that's making me feel this way I'm really really feeling so because I Mm. was so unhappy and I had mood swings serious mood swings and I also knew myself when I was younger I was always so 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 happy all the time so Mm -hmm. so I wasn't this depressed and I was depressed and so I decided, like, I've never known myself in my adult life without taking the pill. And I'd broken up with a boyfriend, long-term, long-term partner, and I just decided, you know what, I'd not, I don't need it. So I, I don't need it for regulating my periods. I don't need it for my skin. I don't need it right. for actual contraception. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just going to come off of it. And within a month of take of coming off I felt less anxious I didn't have as many mood swings it was amazing right I mean I I kind of felt like when I came off it I've literally been on the pill since well I was on the pill since I was 14 I think similar to you that was literally because I was in a relationship with um a guy older than me just a year older but he was at, was at that time where you kind of just I kind of regret it now because I didn't really do it when either with the right person or I didn't do it because oh it's the right time you know did it for like the first time it was more like that he wanted to kind of do it for lad points essentially because he was like oh I just want to like you know sleep yeah. sleep with this girl sleep with my girlfriend whatever um and then yeah, someone on the pill and honest to God, my mum even got to the point where she knew that I was like, oh my God, you need to go off the pill because she couldn't stand like my mood swings would be so severe. And when I came off it, I literally, it kind of felt like you were bubbling up and expanding so much with all this like pressure and this horrible negative blech inside of you. And then when you come off, it's almost like you burst open in your skin. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, I feel like such a massive weight has come off my shoulders and you feel so much better. Like for my symptoms, I had all that you had and I also gained so much weight. I gained so much weight, either weight or I was bloated, but my God, I just felt like, yeah, it was horrible. Like I had that, I had really bad headaches sometimes um, and it was just, yeah, it was just crap. But I mean... Looking at the other option, I went on to the mini pill because I thought that would be better. And then the doctor said that would give you theoretically less symptoms because there's only one hormone in the mini yeah. pill um, instead of two. But that didn't really help either. I still had like exact same symptoms, really less severe, but I still had them. I didn't like it. But again, I just kept telling myself, I'm, being, I'm getting protected. I'm not going to get pregnant. I did rather well. And I kept changing pills as well. This yeah. is what I think is quite dangerous because even at doctors and when you go to like those sexual health clinics, they're okay to give you a different brand of pill, which yeah. I don't think is that great because it really, really made my cycles irregular, like so irregular. It was a joke. Well, I mean, what do you think? Do you think, I mean, there should be like either a cap 
or there should be like you shouldn't be allowed to change so many times within a certain period of time just because I felt like I think I changed mine around eight times I had eight different types yeah and you no wonder your body is like like confused and you're feeling horrible all the time because Mm -hmm. you're putting something into you that it's natural hormones but it's unnatural for your body to have that much change so suddenly all the time obviously I'm not a doctor I'm not a scientist so I I, this is just opinion but um it doesn't seem right does it it doesn't seem right Uh, and it it's kind of like we're just thrown these as women just thrown these things like here have this here take that change your contraception change this change that I also, after finishing my uh, Yasmin, actually, which is what I was on, the combination pill, after coming off that, I wasn't on the pill for like probably two, three years. And then I got a new boyfriend and I uh, decided I should probably take the pill again. I went for what you just said, a one hormone or single hormone pill. And then had realized I'd gotten out of the habit of taking the pill and that then messed everything up anyway. And then mm. I was anxious the whole time. Oh my gosh, I forgot to take the pill now. I forgot to take it this yes. morning. And oh my <laughs> gosh. And then you're completely, you're just like, even just doing those things, the mm-hmm. thought of, did I take the pill? Oh my gosh, I didn't. Oh no, I'm going to have to take the morning after. All these things that causes so much anxiety as it is without the hormones that are your extra mm-hmm. hormones that you're shipping into your body. Um, and so I decided, like, I really need to focus just on something that doesn't have any hormones in it at mm-hmm. all. And the thing that, that you you mentioned to me, and I know you had some good stats behind, is that women have thrown these pills and said oh you can you take this you take that and there's nothing that's been approved for a man and (laughs) yeah well I mean I think all of us question why can't men take something why does it always have to be women who have to take something and I think it's a very common opinion amongst us all it's not just both of us I think we can speak on behalf of a lot of people because it's so annoying (laughs) and so we went in and we actually researched how what other options are there for a guy instead of um taking wearing a condom right and there is actually before I go into this there is actually genuinely um a procedure but it's basically that's like a a more permanent procedure so obviously not something that you can reverse right that's all they have so there was a a study that um they tried to do a trial to about male contraception so them having i think i believe it was an injection um yeah so it was a hormone-based jab and it was a year-long trial and in all the couples that took part in it its effectiveness rate was 96 percent effective so that's as effective if on par with us taking the like taking a pill and all the other contraceptives that we ourselves use so that sounds great but then this is the funny part they stopped the trial and they didn't go any further because shock horror 
the side effects that were reported included depression and other mood disorders. So I find that hilarious because you stop it for them, but then it's like, okay, we still have to take all of this and then we still have to um, encounter all the side effects that are exactly the same. And yeah. It's so rich. So I remember, I remember being at uni, and and there were like talks about contraception, and then you know, remember the tab, those that uni newspaper. I think yeah, it was in yeah. the tab. This story about depression, the link between depression and taking contraception, and the amount of women that spoke in that article saying, "I don't like being on it. I don't like doing this. I hate the side effects that I get. It's awful. I feel awful yeah. in myself." All these different things that we've already mentioned, but they yeah. said, "I'm still, I still have to take it because I, I don't want to get pregnant," and it's like you're protecting yourself but there are so many negative consequences from taking that and I mean so don't get me wrong like some people with contraception they're fine with it but a lot of people have like consequent like consequences um from taking it so I know some people who have just come off the pill and they've got pregnant when they want to like poof and then other people come off the pill and I know a couple who are currently trying so they've taken tests everything's like you know fine with them but they just found it like so hard they have they think they've been trying for around like two years now yeah and it's really sad because for all we know I don't think there's enough evidence to say that this is the reason but I think if there is a strong case to suggest that it does maybe potentially have an effect but say for example when you want to start having a family when you're older if you're on contraception you have to like come off the pill and start trying some people that I've spoken to some of them have said to me oh I wish I came off the pill so much earlier than I did yeah yeah because, yeah because it's like their cycles were so irregular and it yeah. took them a long time for them to regulate and then being more Absolutely. aware of where they are in their cycle I had so that same issue point. Ooh, I had that exact issue after coming off of Yasmin it took probably I'd say a couple of years for my body to really get back to normal or to or to what its normal was and I didn't know what my normal was <laughs> so that was extremely anxiety inducing as it was to not know what your normal is when you're mm-hmm. at the age of 21 and you've been having your period since you were 13 like by that time I should know what my normal is but I didn't know. I didn't know what my normal mentality was in terms of hormones. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what my normal moods, mood swings in inverted commas uh, was. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what my regular like cycle was. There was so much about my own biology and my own body and mind that I had no idea about because I'd been on the pill since I was Mm-hmm. 14 years old and mm-hmm. that is extremely anxiety inducing and stressful and scary actually oh yeah I I remember when I went from the pill and I my friend told me about the injection you can have so yeah. the injection that you can have is basically one injection that lasts you three months so you don't have to have it that often I mean I I went to my doctor to get it done because you can actually do it at home on yourself but I just was like nah at first it was like because usually when I started a new pill I'd have like a regular like spotting that lasted like ages like one like lasted a month but with the injection there was like none of that seemed fairly straightforward the symptoms were like the lightest that I ever had in comparison to the pill and I thought oh 
this is like quite all right. And then the person who I was seeing, like dating, I guess you could say, that kind of like broke off. And I was like, I don't need to take this anymore. I don't want to be on it. There's no point. So I let the last injection go through its three month phase and then I just stopped and didn't get the next one. So it's very simple. It's very convenient in comparison to, you know, forgetting to take a pill on one day. And then you've got an appointment that you've got to go to. This, it was very easy and convenient to use. However, when I stopped, I literally, I'm not even kidding you here. When I stopped, I had my period for three months straight. (gasps) Whoa. Yeah. Like literally nonstop. Non-stop. Oh my gosh! Like, did you find out if that was a common thing, or? Well, I mean, I've had it again. I when I stopped taking the pill, or like I'd change on to something else, or I'd have a break and be like, "Oh, I'm going to go back on it again," or whatever. Um, I sometimes when I had started a new one, it one one time it took me a month for my hormones to regulate, and every time I went to the doctor's back, because obviously it's like <laughs> it's quite concerning and it's quite you know upsetting to go through. The doctors would be like, it's just your hormones regulating. That's literally all they would say. So obviously there's me Googling the worst kind of symptoms, being like, am I going to die? Um, but it got to the point, I'm not even joking, wow. where obviously you can imagine like how much that is. Like It was almost like I felt like anemic. Like yeah. I, I genuinely felt anemic. And I had to really increase my iron uptake. Yeah. Because um, I was so, it got to the point where I was so tired. Like I was so fatigued and I was doing all these workouts. And it was really, really bad. Yeah. Um, and no one really knew about that. And well, I, it's heavy, heavy bleeding that will lead you to. Well, it was just really irregular. Like sometimes it was like heavy, sometimes it was like light, but it was just nonstop. There was just, it wouldn't stop for yeah. three months. Yeah. And it got to the point I was like, oh my God, what if actually something's wrong? Yeah. Um, and I went to the doctors and I was like, look, I I think I need something to stop because this is actually a bit like, you know, I should have gone probably before it got to three months. But I think for me, because I was like, oh, it's happened before, it stopped after a month and then it just yeah. kept going. That's, and then, that's difficult to know, isn't it? it? That's something that's really difficult to make that yeah. decision for yourself. Oh, when should I go to the doctor about this? Because this is so-called apparently a normal side effect. I'll read yeah. to you in a sec. In a second, I've just researched mm. side effects of stopping the contraception injection. Yeah, you carry on. And, and then I had to, I had to take like these tablets for like, a week. Um, I had to take I think three tablets a day, and it made it stop. But I gained weight from taking. I'm not even kidding. I gained weight because I found out there was steroids. So I was literally thinking to myself, like, oh my god, oh my god, like I'm just talking that from my mental health point of view. I was going through all of that, feeling so like feeling so down within myself because it was such a. It's not a nice thing to go through. I mean, I don't think anyone really enjoys going through their period for a week, let's be honest. But then for me, for for three months, it was like it was really horrible. And then for me to then get like this really unwanted side effect of me feeling like I actually genuinely felt like I, it was either bloat or I genuinely just gained weight obviously from steroids yeah. this can happen but I just was like come on I was like come on <laughs> I, I, Why me? I know <laughs> and it was just awful and then from that point onwards I said to myself right that's it I'm not going on anything ever again and I haven't since so that was I think I think that was like last summer when that whole yeah. shebang stopped yeah. and then I was fine and only now 
are like my circles being more regular but it's just put me off going on anything again and I think me and my boyfriend have had like quite discussions about it because obviously we both want to be protected yeah he's like obviously quite content I don't want him to feel like frustrated and worried and anxious about you know because I'll be honest and transparent because I think a lot of people do this as well sometimes but at the moment I'm not using anything I'm just doing the withdrawal method um but (laughs) this is not this is not for you to do that by the way we are not telling you no we are not I think I'm just trying to be transparent because I'm definitely not the only person who does this um but I think for me that comes with its own stresses as it is doesn't it no I know but I think I've just been I mean I've been trying to work on it with my therapist a lot about trying to overcome this fear of what will happen to my body if I put myself through a contraception again and also toying that up with how I do not want to put like my partner through any stress and frustration because obviously I don't want to do that but it's really hard because I've gone through a lot of horrible side effects from using this contraception that I'm very very scared to go back onto something else so whether there are options and we know there are non-hormonal options such as the quail and the (laughs) diaphragm and the ring as well there's a ring as well um which are just you know we can talk those about in a minute but what are the stats that you wanted to say about side effects okay so Mm -hmm. this is from wehavekids.com i have (laughs) there's an interesting title but it's, a, it's about taking the contraceptive injection. It's mm-hmm. the, the after effects of coming off the Depot Provera shot, which is, this was from the 23rd of January, 2020. Other women find that after going off the Depot, symptoms that they had whilst using the injections get worse. These in side effects include heavy bleeding, extreme breast tenderness, weight gain, headaches, mm-hmm. nausea, mood swings, depression, and hair loss. That just says wow. it all. I mean, talk <laughs> about like encouraging people to go off taking the injection. So basically, um, we would probably say the injection is not the best one to use. Um, <laughs> Obviously, everybody's different. Oh, sorry, the French Oh, I wonder who it is. So with the non like the non-hormonal one, so the coil, which is I mean, I've never had it done, but I think both well, we both have, have. a friend who You've had it done. Right, tell us yeah. your story. Do it. I don't think it, it doesn't seem very nice at it's all. horrible. And our friend has also had similar experience to me. Oh my goodness, let me just... Oh my god, is it giving you like shivers oh. like talking about it? Oh, is I went for the copper coil because it had no hormones whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The, the copper makes a chemical reaction in your womb and it basically means that makes your womb uninhabitable. That's how it works in a short and sweet explanation, non-scientific explanation. After having these issues with not being able to take, uh, remembering to take my pill and having... Uh, having that pill also make me really anxious and I decided to go for the copper coil. Um, you have to book a really horrible invasive procedure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, basically where they go in, it's like a smear test. They go in with some forceps or whatever they call them and they open you up and they put their hand in you and they 
fiddle around and it feels like you're having, they say, this is what they say, this is, this feeling will be what it feels like to have small contractions. And oh. let me just tell you, that's exactly what it feels like. I've never had a baby, but I don't want to after having this procedure because I do not want to feel that again. I'm sorry. Oh my I, God, don't to, I don't mean to scare everybody. I'm sorry. This is not a... For some people, it does work. Some people, it does work and they don't have the, this experience. But I had oh. a experience with it. I had a friend of mine who had a very bad experience with it. And then another friend of ours, uh, of Hannah mine uh she had a bad experience with it and for me they told me this this procedure won't be too difficult you can probably go back to work afterwards no i had to <laughs> i went back to work and i was in agony i couldn't sit there i had to go home ill i went home ill stayed in bed i was in so much pain and then this pain just essentially continued for the next month or so um, they said that at the beginning of getting it, it does take a bit of time to get used to and your body will start to get used to it and it will settle down afterwards. It didn't settle down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was under so much stress about being protected that I didn't actually come off of it for another year. Mm. Um, and... It did kind of start to, well, it did kind of start to settle down. But then basically it would be for two weeks or three weeks of my cycle, I was in agony, like rolling around on the ground, having having contractions, essentially, um, fe feeling so much pain. And I didn't have mood swings, but I was in pain. I was unwell. And my body was basically telling me, you need to get this copper thing out of me. It's, it's not wanted. Mm -hmm. But I was just in this, like, I still need to be protected and I'm not having mood swings. So that's all right. And I can deal with having this pain. And I couldn't. And our friend actually got it out way sooner than I did, which is good for her. But uh, it, I also had extremely heavy bleed. It made my periods really, really heavy. Um, so I'm now actually on the, a different coil, which has the smallest amount of progesterone in it, progesterone, sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, and that coil is, it's the first time I felt completely fine with my contraception. Um, the, is that the RUF? Yeah. So the, it's called, it's the Marina coil. Okay. Yeah. Um, and oh, right. So, yeah, it says the hormonal coil of the IUS is made of plastic and releases a small amount of progesterone, which is similar to one women's own hormones. Yeah. And so the the amount that it releases is the equivalent of taking one pill a week. Normally, you would take a pill every day and sometimes, depending on what pill you're on, one or two pills a day. Um and so this was just the equivalent of taking one pill a week, which for me was That's a so good, good kind of a, a balance for me. And it was a similar procedure and it did hurt a little bit, but I'd already had a, had that procedure before. So I knew what I had myself in for and it didn't hurt anywhere near as much as getting the copper coil. And um, my body settled down after 
after a bit and in the first few months you have a bit of spotting and then um but your periods are regular and now I actually haven't had a period you it lasts for three years um and then you, you get it taken out but I haven't had a period for like two three months now and it's normal on on the on this coil too that's not a period. So I'm much happier now, but the copper coil, I absolutely wouldn't recommend to anybody. <laughs> yeah, no, I need to, I might actually have a look into that. That's good because I feel like a lot of people don't know, especially me, I didn't know there was um, a coil that's like less than the copper one. I only thought that there was just one copper coil and not the other one. So that's a good tip for anyone who doesn't know that now because now you do. I'm quite interested in a lot of um innovation that's actually come out around contraceptive really because there is have you heard of natural cycles that's like on an app it's like the first fda cleared like birth control method which is like natural with no hormones and um it's scientifically like proven i think it's around 96 percent effective if you do it perfectly and it's 93% effective if you're just, if it's like a typical use. So if you do it perfectly, it's not up to 96% effective. So it's as effective as the pill. And all you have to do is you subscribe to an app. So I think at the moment it's around £49 for the year. I think you can get 20% off at the moment. What it is, is you just get given a thermometer comes with it. So if you buy it, you get a thermometer that's included. Yeah, to get sent, and all you have to do every single morning as you wake up, you take your temperature, log the data from the thermometer into the app, and it will analyze whether you're fertile or not. Yeah. So, and then that, and then it basically, I think, lets you learn a lot about your cycle in general, which I think is quite you learn about your body. That's it, really interesting. Mm. Which I think is a good thing, and a lot I've seen a lot of positive reviews surrounding it funnily enough being promoted on social media through all these like influencers which made me do yeah. a little digging into it and it's actually quite it seems quite legit where a lot of some things that these influencers promote are just like utter rubbish but this actually looks <laughs> quite legit and looking at the comments on some of these posts so many people have said all of them if not all of them have said I hate the pill I hate the pill I need to try it I hate the pill I hate the pill I hate the pill all negative experiences and there were thousands and thousands of comments about it and they were like oh my god I need to try this I don't want to like put any more hormones into my body because yeah. I've had all these negative experiences and saying all the things that we said whether people are being depressed anxious headaches yeah. really severe mood swings weight gain you name it everything um irregular spotting etc so I looked at it. it just yeah it seems like quite cool how you can learn about your body and give you a better idea of when like you're ovulating or when's like a higher chance and a lower chance of you getting pregnant which also finally ties into this app called flow have you yes. heard of that um, you have I it? have heard of it I don't have it oh my god Do you have it? oh my god yes because I wanted to learn more about my cycle like you know when people come up to you and say oh yeah like I'm I'm due in and I'm due on in like two days or yeah. like I'm due one next week. I would literally have no clue that <laughs> I would be due. Like I literally, because yeah. I was like, I never really had my periods. I was like, I don't actually know. I want to actually learn what my cycle is actually doing. Because I literally just generally have a no clue. I literally yeah. wake up or like on a day and then poof, got my period. And that was it. I never actually yeah. knew 
when I was like all these different dates. So I downloaded this app. I downloaded this app and you've got like a seven day free trial to you. So you can obviously cancel if you don't like it, which I think is a really good thing. Oh my God, it's so informative. Every day you log your symptoms. Yeah. So for example, that tells you like your what you kind of feel with your like sex drive and what your mood is and it gives you all different like things about your mood to whether you're calm, happy, energetic. Yeah. Happy like irritated, mm-hmm. sad, anxious, and then your yeah. symptoms. So it's like everything is fine. We've got cramps, tender breasts, yeah. headache, acne, and then all this stuff. And whenever, say, for example, you log in um, a bad mood, so if you're feeling like anxious or sad, then yeah. the, com- the computer, like, like virtual chat will pop up being like hi it's Flo I noticed you logged in this symptom would you like to take a little survey to understand like where this might be coming from yeah and I cannot even tell you how easy it is to use and how interesting it is so for example me when I've been logging in anxiety for the past like few weeks now and I think that's just down to me being stressed out for my new job but I put this down and I took this survey on this app and it said to me this or this you've logged this symptom this 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 because they say you feel like tick the ones that you feel out of this list and you've done this this this, this, and this and from the results that we've shown you this is what we are thinking it is why yeah and it was was, it's all like based upon scientific research so it's obviously not like you know it's not a legitimate doctor you're talking to you're talking to an app yeah it's obviously they they have the scientific research behind it then they have constant data that they're always gathering from other people's symptoms that they're putting in and like this constant survey that grows the the database which can obviously mm. feed you with all that information that's amazing and right. honestly just try it for a week and see how you feel but and then after you log in your daily symptoms it gives you a calendar like and then it tells you like when you have your period you log it so obviously we're just saying this is not a method of contraception I think this is just if you want to learn how your cycle is it's so good so you log in your period and then it basically calculates when your next period will be and then it gives you the week of when you're highest at risk from getting pregnant and when you're supposed to be supposedly be ovulating and yeah. it makes it out so clear so down and it calculates like how regular your cycle is so for example it said my previous cycle length was 34 days which it says underneath which is normal and then yeah. my previous cycle length my previous period length was five days which is normal so it yeah. literally just keeps on track of everything and I just think it so nice to know these things so it seems mm. like it gives you that confidence in your in your body and how how it's working yeah. it says um on here that a norm but like the normal length for yeah. each menstrual for every menstrual cycle typically lasts between 21 and 35 days wow okay. and then there are so many factors that can act that that can affect the length of your cycle so not everyone will be complete like completely the same within the amount of yeah let me know if you get if you download it by the way i mean is there anything else that you would like to comment on contraception georgina um no <laughs> i've really gone in we've, <laughs> we've really gone in on those and and i would like to that however put in uh for a couple of weeks now first week i did a, a practice and, and then for a couple of weeks i haven't done yes. it <laughs> i've been doing the box breathing all the time and it's so good oh amazing so this practice, I actually learned in therapy and it's something that's really, really helped me. Um, 
and it's called the five uh the five things technique so it's it's a really good technique for coping with your anxiety and it's something that you should definitely practice daily so not just when you're uh when you're anxious but um maybe in the morning or in the evening or just when you're when you need to have a break from work in the middle of the day just do it um and it's essentially acknowledge five things that you see around you Mm-hmm. So you would list those things. So I would say, I see the clouds moving. I see a car arriving in the driveway across the road from me. I see the wind in the trees. I, do you see what I mean? Basically, mm-hmm. I would do that. And then <laughs> I would go on to four. So the next thing is acknowledging four things you can touch around you. So I would maybe say, I can feel my feet grounded touched on touching the chair I can feel my leggings how smooth they are I can feel the table the kind of the grain of the wood in the table those Mm -hmm. kinds of things and then the next thing you would do is three so acknowledging three things that you can hear so that might be (laughs) us talking right now um somebody giggling next door um the birds outside the printer making a weird noise (laughs) i don't know anything um and then you go to two so two things acknowledging two things that you can smell Mm -hmm. so these when you get to two and one it's the senses so it's a bit more difficult to find things that you can smell but maybe you would sniff your jumper and be like, oh, I can smell that comforting smell. Or you might be somewhere where you can smell somebody's food or all sorts of different things. And then the last thing is acknowledging one thing that you can taste. So depending on where you are, you or what you've just eaten or <laughs> whatever, you might taste, you might taste something different. But essentially these five senses, um, really doing those things really help ground you in the moment and help bring you back to reality and Mm -hmm. it it is for me honestly when I do it I find myself it's it's just like a ritual that I do now and it's really Mm -hmm. calming and I do it out of habit now sometimes but I really do recommend doing that. And that actually is a CBT technique. So CBT is a type of therapy and it's Mm -hmm. cognitive behavioral therapy. So it's a form of psychological treatment that has been demonstrated to be effective for a range of problems, including depression, Mm -hmm. anxiety disorders, alcohol and drug use problems, marital problems, eating disorders, and severe mental illness. And essentially, um, it's based on the concept that your thoughts and feelings and physical sensations and actions Mm -hmm. can be kind of formed differently and that they are all interconnected and these negative thoughts and feelings can trap you in a bit of a vicious cycle. And CBT basically aims to help deal with those overwhelming problems in a more positive way and break them down into smaller parts 
and then you can rebuild it back up to a more positive thoughts and feelings. So yeah, doing that when you're feeling like you need a bit of a break, you're tired, you're anxious, you're uh, anytime during the day, just doing your five senses is it's just amazing. It's <laughs> very good. That's so important. There's always like I love what I love about these practices is they're so easy to implement. Like some people might have the perception where you go, so oh, it's too hard to do, or that's too complicated. When in actual fact, they're so easy and so helpful to you, and and you don't even realise it until you actually start doing it. And yeah. once you start doing it, it's almost like when people start yoga or they start meditating, they always like pie it off before. But then when you start doing it, you're like, now I understand. Like now yeah. I can see all these <laughs> benefits. And then when you actually try all these techniques, so the one that Georgina just explained now can be so helpful for when for example you're feeling really anxious or you're feeling really like stressed out where you feel like your mind's going a million miles an hour and you just feel really negative and you feel quite low and sad just doing that will really again make you grounded make you present which is actually so important as well absolutely Not, not thinking to the past not thinking to the future staying where you are just being present and focusing on what's around you it just really just brings you back to earth, gives you a bit of a, a comforting reality check and you'll feel so much better. So, yeah, I love these techniques. I literally just feel like I've been writing them down and I'm going to just like make like a little mini book of these. I feel like you should just make a book and sell them, Georgina. <laughs> okay, I'll make a book. <laughs> so people have to follow your page, How Do You Pill? Because Georgina does the most amazing reels on mental health at the moment. And I love the one that she did recently. And it was such, because she brings her art into it and it's so so good so definitely if you don't follow her now how do you feel you have to so please do please do please do <gasps> well thank you hannah we've got to shout <laughs> you out then as well oh, you've God, got, to, got to go follow by hannah king on instagram as well she is a personal trainer and she is amazing. Uh, <laughs> okay. very you. motivational and she does some great some great content on there as well thank you <laughs> yeah i literally just feel like we like to try and keep it real I think with our content I feel like it's quite I think anyone who's like goes on social media and does a page you have to be quite authentic and transparent with your audience so that's what we always try and do and that's what we're doing here today so I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode it was I actually really liked this one this was I really enjoyed it too Uh, it was really good I'm excited to do the next ones that we've got coming up we hope you enjoyed listening today um like I said thank you so much again if you get um we are not professionals so please seek out GP if you need any assistance with yourself and your own journey we are here to give advice whenever you need to and we will put our social media profiles in the description below and we hope you have a magical day thank you so much for listening see you next time